0: What's good, everybody? Welcome into a special edition of the I-70 Football Show. Uh, We are not here to talk about the Big Ten from Rutgers to UCLA. We're here to talk about the Midwest, really one program in the Midwest, but we might talk about a couple more who uh, need to follow suit. As always, um, I'm your host, Jordan. I'm here with my co-host, Dante, but we also have a special guest, uh, my other co-host on another podcast, uh, Christopher Rennie, Chris, Dante, how y'all doing today? Uh,
1: pretty good, pretty good, you got me, you got me working on a Monday, so. I know. Yeah, I am also doing pretty good, it's, it's good to be with you guys, you guys always do a fun show, so I'm excited to be a part of it, so. Thank you, uh, thank you. I'm very excited to, you know, I know it's a victory lap for you guys, but I'm, I'm excited to just hop on this one to be part of it.
0: Yeah, I, I couldn't wait until Friday to talk about it. I was like, we got I have to talk about this now. If you guys can't get on, I'm going to do a solo show. Uh, <laughs> but I was like, I was like, I know me and Chris are going to talk about it. I know me and Dante are going to talk about it. I need to hear everybody's opinion. So let's just see if everybody wants to hop on on a Monday night. Um, and that, that's what we're doing. Everyone hopped on. So I appreciate you all for taking some time out your day. I, I don't care who goes first. I'm going to let y'all go first before I get my opinion. Um, what's just your initial thoughts on why this happened, how it happened, the fact that it happened. Uh, and if you don't know, we're talking about Wisconsin firing Paul, uh, Paul Chris, uh, after a million years as the head coach, uh, after a 67 and 26 overall record. I don't think that's right. I'm very close with this record, but I think I'm off on a couple of numbers.
2: You said 60, what, what's the number? No, well, no, I was right. It is one it's game
1: twenty six. One game behind uh Brent Vilema who uh, who's uh, sixty eight and twenty
0: five. Coach that man out of the job. Yes, sir. We're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get in the Brett. Uh, but yeah, so whoever wants to go first, Dante, Chris, just initial thoughts of
1: this.
2: Chris, you uh, want to go first?
1: Yeah, I'll shoot first. Uh, okay. So Wisconsin, I mean, I think on. Fuck off! We talked about this a lot. Like they have this identity; they're very philosophically the same way every single year. They've been doing the same thing for thirty years. Just a boat, and that was great for them, right? And that's why Paul Chris was such a natural fit and all that. But last year, Minnesota got the Wisconsin monkey off its back. Illinois just beat the brakes off of them, and I, I I like Paul Chris. I don't think he's like a bad coach by any means, but. We have seen, especially in the Big Ten, a commitment to average coaches because the mystery of the beyonds there. And it's scary to be like, oh, what happens if we go from nine and three to six and seven? Like, that's a scary thing. And I think that's why Paul Chris was accepted for so long. But with the timetable in college football moving in and out and, like, everything being pushed forward, like, you need to make moves fast. And losing to Illinois and your former coach, and doing it by 24 points is not acceptable. And a lot of people are like, this is rash. I'm like, no, you know what? They've been getting worse for three consecutive seasons. So I kind of understand why they did it, and it gives you a chance to addition the new guy, Jim Leonard, for a little bit, and it also gets you a chance to get that search committee working because jobs are opening up fast, and you want to have a guy in. You want to have your answers there so you could start telling recruits like, everything's good, stay committed to us. So that's why they did it now. But I'm still, I'm still shocked in the fact that they actually pulled the trigger and did it because I never saw Wisconsin having that level of aggressiveness in their decision-making.
0: Yeah, I agree 100%. And I think the biggest thing that people need to remember is this is you can't look at the overall record. Like like that doesn't tell the story. If you you look at 67 and 26, you look at three conference titles, you look at six bowl wins and you're like great coach. And that's fine, but you have to look at the entire picture and you have to look at the direction that the program is going. And I think you said it, the program's going downhill. I have some numbers I'm going to throw in. But before I do that, Dante, what's your thoughts
2: so uh just like chris said i'm I'm actually just as shocked. I did not see Wisconsin being one of the teams to fire their coach this year or next year i uh just because of what you said i like, you can't look at the overall record, but most people do when it comes to coaching and to see that usually they, they again. Yes, they lost to Wisconsin. They lost to Minnesota last year and still had a chance to play in the Big Ten championship game. So there's things like that. So it was it was it. out of all the teams in the West to fire their coach. Wisconsin was kind of la- last on the list for me. It kind of, it it was, that's why it was shocking. Like when you texted me it and I sent you that gift, I was, I literally choked because I was like, Wisconsin out of all teams? I thought, I thought maybe we was going to finally talk about Northwestern doing it. No, you said Wisconsin, so it threw me off. It really did.
0: No, yeah, I was laughing. Uh, Chris Dante texted me. He said, let me make sure I'm doing good at my job before you come after me. (laughs) He's he's gotten two coaches fired so far. Like, Just, hey, as long as you as long as you uh make less than a million dollars, you're safe with me. Yeah. <laughs> soon as soon as soon as you get that pay bump though.
1: <laughs> soon, as soon as you get that pay bump, the microscope yeah. turns on. Yeah, I'm
2: have to <laughs> Move a little different to make sure I don't lose my money. <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah, I mean Wisconsin, you know, they're they're so built on that tradition of Wisconsin. Like we're badgers, we have good running backs, we have good right. offensive linemen. And Paul Christ was that. And now... They I mean, even had it last year. They
2: they started off struggling yeah. and then turned it around and had their running game yeah. when they got their freshman. No and chance
1: to write yeah. the ship this year. Like, it's a very easy schedule. It feels like yeah. they're throwing Jim Leonard a bone, being like, hey, you probably won't mess this up. But if you yeah. do, like, we'll move on. If you don't mess it up, you'll probably get the job. Right. But, like, Paul Christ, former quarterback, they never really developed a good quarterback. Uh no. I mean when you actually break down his job as a coach, like there was not a significant like rise or fall off. It's just, they were so average for so long. And I think with switching divisions, with having to be more competitive with the big 10 E's now, like once you remove the divisions potentially in the future, like that means you need to have a better coach. You need to recruit better. You need to have a plan to get more nationally relevant or you're going to fall behind six, seven, eight teams. And, you're already falling behind teams in your own division that's not okay. very good. And it, that's like where the shock wears off on me is like looking at the big picture. It's just like Paul Chris wasn't doing a good enough job. So they made it. They made, I think they made the right decision. I think, yeah, you don't know what's on the other side, but you know, he could probably stick at nine and three at Wisconsin. You don't know what's
0: on the other side, but you know what's coming, and you know if you have confidence in the guy to weather that storm or not. And I actually disagree that there wasn't a drop-off. Uh, maybe I don't agree disagree because you said significant, but there's a couple of things I want to point out as far as the drop-off that people may not pay attention to. So first of all, Graham Mertz, highest-rated quarterback they've ever had, ever. A Elite 11 finalist, was supposed to be the guy um, – whether you believe it or not, because he says this about everybody, Ryan Day said that they wanted him at Ohio State. Wisconsin actually got him from some other programs that develop quarterbacks. He's never developed. He's gotten worse each year. For a couple years stretch, Wisconsin had back-to-back uh top 25 classes they stole a five-star offensive lineman out of Penn State they actually have two five-star offensive linemen I only remember one of his names one is Nolan Rucci that's the one from Penn State neither one of them are playing right now the first five stars in his fourth year and just now became a starter so you haven't developed offensive linemen including your five-star one and on top of that recruiting has fallen off in the 2022 class, they're ranked 44th, and the 2023 class they're ranked 56. And with the two or three best classes in Wisconsin history, that coincides with them losing to Nebraska, losing to Minnesota two times in four mm-hmm. years, was about to be three straight uh, uh, years that don't end in a West Division championship. Um, they are. He started out fifty-two and sixteen in his first five seasons, averaging ten games a year, almost eleven. Since twenty twenty, he's fifteen and ten, uh, and he's nine and eight in the West Division. So not only is he not winning, he's essentially five hundred in the division that they used to dominate. I, I, I don't know. If
2: it, I don't know if that's a fall off. Is more just the West becoming better? No, that's a fall Cause off because like Minnesota's gotten better. Iowa was better last year, not offensively, but was better. Was better. Uh, we 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 agree that Illinois is better,
0: but so, part of the reason those yeah. teams are better is because you got worse.
2: It like, could be a combination of both.
1: Yeah, it, I mean, it, PJ Flex doing a really good job at Minnesota. I know, like we like to hate on the Big Ten West, but of all the coaches who's actually got some solid forward momentum and. We'll see, really, how big that momentum is after the Super Seniors leave. But, like, he's got some energy there. And outside, of him and Brett Bielema are the only ones that I feel confident in, like, keeping their yeah. job for three or four years. Yeah. Well, or at them, least
2: should be keeping their job. I still yeah. feel
1: very confident Iowa, uh, yeah. Iowa's going to yeah. keep their coach. Yeah, and that's, well, so that's a different, different conversation. Yeah, it's, it's different. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, like, you were – like Iowa was the only one that was matching up with Wisconsin from a physical standpoint in the trenches. Now you're getting bullied by multiple teams in a division. Hmm. And that's a red flag. And yeah, that I agree with that fall-off. Like that is I, a fall off, but I need to with Don Jason. Like,
0: how many times have I said to you, Ohio State got a four-star offensive lineman out of Wisconsin? Yeah, it's not happened. Like but like that, I mean, not very... may, that may seem rare. People may think I'm like BSing. Wisconsin is – they do not leave, especially offensive linemen. They go to Wisconsin. They go – they even go – they're almost similar to Ohio State sometimes where they'll go to Wisconsin as a walk-on before mm. they'll take a scholarship somewhere else. Yeah. And Ohio State to go and get a – we couldn't even get a five-star offensive tackle or safety out of Iowa. And to go get a really highly rated guard out of Wisconsin, when Wisconsin is having their worst years on the offensive line, for me, that started spelling the doom. I, I I was like, there's no way we get him. No way we get him. He commits to Ohio State. And it's like, okay, there's something going on. there. And And when you add all of it together, you add the record, you add the losing, you add not winning the division, the recruiting getting bad, the quarterback not working out. It's not that he's a bad coach. He's the just become was, stagnant in
2: my face, in my eyes. Yeah, and, the, yeah and if
0: and if it wasn't changed in the Big Ten, I think they keep him. But you look at what he's done in the last couple of years, and then you say, "We're getting rid of divisions." And from everything you're hearing, that's playoff. all that's confirmed.
1: Mm-hmm. It's all
0: confirmed that they're getting rid of divisions. Twelve team playoff. UC, USC UCLA coming in mm-hmm. more, uh, more money, new TV contract, and it's like
1: you want to have momentum it's, when all that stuff hits. Yeah, because Wisconsin, when they were at their peak, was a team that would have consistently been in a twelve-team playoff. Yeah, Absolutely. easily. So, and that, that and that wasn't that long ago. No, it was what four years ago. They were 10, nine and three, and the ranked in the top fifteen, something like that. Put, yeah. Borderline would have put them at least on the outside looking in, but. Yeah they were even better years before that. Like the last time they really felt like a truly competent program was when they had Jonathan Taylor and Jack Cohn, And that was really their identity. They were like Jack Cone, don't mess this up. Jonathan Taylor run for 250 yards and we'll have a good day.
0: Yep. Yeah. And I think the, I think like exactly like you're saying, you need that momentum. You need belief that he's going to be able to do it. And while I understand what you're saying, Dante, about the other teams getting better, the other teams in the East have gotten better and they haven't beat Ohio state. Michigan just did, but Michigan has been significantly better by every stretch of the imagination, except bowl wins under hardball than they have under their last two coaches. That's true. And he went seven, eight years without a win. So other teams can get better, but you should be getting better with them. Yes. And I think, so he's nine and eight since 2010. If he's, 12 if he's 12 and 5 if he's 13 and 4 that still shows that they're getting better but it shows that they're still more dominant if he has one west title after in these last three years i don't think they do this but the culmination of all of it and you're just like there's no momentum like the recruiting classes is bad like and and the thing is unfortunately they're also not a young team so, where is it going to get better? Like, Graham Merch is going to be there forever, but do you trust him to do you trust them to replace him? You probably don't. They don't have a backup. No, nope. uh, Braylon Allen is a two year, is a three year guy. He's going to leak next year. You lo- already lost your two, uh, line. You already lost your two linebackers and some stars on the defense and your defense is worse. It's not terrible. I just argued with Dante. Not. I need to stop saying argue because we don't disagree a lot, but debated with Dante that Wisconsin was still going to end the year with a good defense, but it is, has taken a step back yeah. in the last few years under Jim Leonard. So it's yeah, like,
1: like, even losing,
0: where's the, where's the positivity,
1: you know, losing to Ohio state 52 to 21, you know, that that happens to teams that does, but, it's, it's, I think if I was the athletic director and I saw that Ohio state game and then that Illinois game in back to back weeks, weeks, yeah. 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 It's not like one happened late in the season and it was like a huge upset. It's like, no, you got embarrassed by Ohio state. Okay. That happens. And then you go and you play your divisional rival who you've beaten. I don't know how many times in a row. I don't remember what the result was last year, but. Uh, they've been dominant over them for years and you go and you lose by three touchdowns, never have a shot at the game. That's really what it is. And I was actually listening to a podcast before the Ohio state Wisconsin game and Paul Chris, like doesn't do any favors for himself publicly. He's a very private guy. He doesn't really engage with the media. He doesn't really have much of a personality outside. So even if he was like a, like a good coach on the field, like, What does he have that's selling this program? What does he have to take this program forward? And if you're not really marketing yourself outward at this point in time, like Ryan Day has three media availabilities a week. You really think he wants to do that? Absolutely Absolutely not. not. No, not at all. But he's still putting that out there, and that's not what Paul Chris did. Like Jesse Temple of The Athletic was talking about it, and he said this is one of the most challenging people to get information from, and it's better to go – Directly to the assistant coaches if you have a question, because you'll actually get an answer.
0: Yeah. So, so actually, I actually, I looked this up because I was trying to think uh, about what you were saying, right? So, Paul Crisp took the job in 2014, right after, and it's crazy. I don't remember this. Gary Anderson, not Gary Anderson. What is that kid? What is that guy's name? I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah. Gary Anderson left right after they got skunked 59 to zero, and he went to Utah State.
1: Oh, um I thought he was. he went to Oregon State first then Utah State did he yeah
0: but he left. okay everything everything I saw said Utah State but I think I think actually I think you're right he probably went to, I think he went to Oregon State first so since Paul Chris has been the head coach they played one two three four they played five games against Ohio State these are the final scores 2016 30 to 23 2017 27 to 21 2019 38 to 7. They play again in 2019 and it's 34 to 21. And then this year it's 52 to 21. So one, two, only
2: two big, three. two,
0: two blowouts, really, right? So that's, <laughs> that, yeah, it doesn't happen with Paul Chris and the Big Ten Championship game. They want they were winning that game for three quarters, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: And then so, Rocky the
0: one-handed catch,
1: and then the momentum yeah, should
0: be.
2: That's that's why this is kind of shocking I mean, in a way. Because yeah, you're right. There's been a bit of a drop off,
1: but even in games
2: where you know they're gonna lose, they they stay with they stay in the game. Yeah. This is the first time they got really beat up by Ohio State. And usually after that happens, they go on and beat up the team right after them. And this and, is like the and, first time it hasn't happened.
0: And I don't believe in like you know, qualifying things or like trying to like saying things to make you feel better. But you could just say 2014 was a team of destiny because they won a national championship with a with a, a third string. Quarter. Yeah. So you look at all the other games, the year be- I'm not going to read all of them. The year before that, 31 24, 21 14, 33 29. Then they won 31 uh, 18, 2017, 13 24, 10 7. Wisconsin always. Up until the year 2000, from the year 2000, they've only bl- been blown out by Ohio State with more than three scores, two or three times. And so I think that's another part of it. Like we're saying, oh, you get blown out by Ohio State, that happens, but with, it doesn't happen to It a doesn't. State. It doesn't. Yeah. That's like yeah, the, that's that's the first one. A while. And then your coach, who I, I think it's also partly an embarrassing factor, like your coach who left you at the height of his career, to go stink it up at Arkansas, <laughs> goes to Illinois, the worst team in the Big Ten. Illinois was the worst team in the Big Ten. It wasn't Rutgers. It wasn't Northwestern. It wasn't Indiana. It was, it was Illinois. Illinois. It was Illinois. And half yeah. has them at 4-1, and one, should be 5-0, and o, and they dominate you the whole game. And one thing that I want your opinion on that I want to transition to, because this is going to lead us into Jim Leonard, is, The thing that Brett Bielema has done the best—he kept his system, he kept his style. But the thing that he had that Wisconsin didn't do, Northwestern hasn't done, Iowa hasn't done, but Minnesota has done—is they kept the they kept the good defense, they kept the good the big offensive line, they kept the focus on the running game. But he got a quarterback who could do more than just not throw interceptions. Tommy DeVito is not a game record, but. Of all the quarterbacks in the top 10, he's probably top six. You ask me, that don't mean anything because over the majority of them are bad, but he's still a top six, probably quarterback in the Big Ten. He can make some big time throws and more than anything, he fires his offensive coordinator because he's not doing good enough. After one season, he goes and gets a young up and comer who I, I was telling Dante. Sometimes I watch Illinois' game and I think they're passing the ball too much. I'm like, y'all got Chase Brown and Josh McCray. Why are y'all still yeah. passing? So he's innovated. They're running jet sweeps. They're doing wide receiver screens. Yeah. Five foot eight wide receiver who's going to run a four three. Like they have some explosiveness that these other teams just haven't tried to add into their offense. And Brett Bielma is one of the older ones, and he's really one of the founders of it. In my opinion, even though it came down from Barry Alvarez. And so, it, like, it's like I heard someone say the vision that Brett Bielema had at Arkansas. It's actually working now in Illinois. It's working here. something that the other coaches haven't done. You can do that system, but tweak it, but be able to throw the ball, but be able to get out on the edge and outrun some teams, especially if they bring six, seven guys into the box. And so I think that's where he has failed the most and where some of these other coaches who we'll get into um, have failed as well. But I just want your thoughts on just kind of – I guess if you have a comment on it, the evolution of Brett Bielema and what Paul Chris or these other coaches could have taken from it, because I think that is what separates them right now and why Illinois can see positivity in the future where
1: most of the big 10 West teams can't. Yeah. I mean, I, I think starting with Brett Bielema, he learned a lot of lessons in Arkansas. Yep. like There's not a lot of, like, like he didn't adjust at Arkansas. He didn't make changes to change with the times, and I think you see a lot of coaches. Uh, because it's funny, we talked about like why Brett Bielema left. It's because the SEC had a greater commitment to football at the time. And they were yeah. putting more money into their program, their facilities. They were putting more money into support staff, and
2: and now not that, just with the big names. It was yeah. it was every school.
1: Yeah, it wasn't just Alabama, Georgia. It was like every school in the SEC was putting up huge facilities or getting huge donations or paying assistants a lot of money because that was one of Brett Bielema's biggest pains at Wisconsin was not being able to pay his assistants enough money. He gets to Illinois. His offense coordinator is not good enough. So what's he do? He sees UTSA playing football. UTSA actually played them last year. Yep. And he's like, I really like what this guy's doing. I'm going to give him a call. What's Illinois do? They offer him the amount of money he needs to sway this dude to come from UTSA. And they end up way better off for it. And that's Brett Bielema evolving. That is not what Paul Chris did. And Paul Chris bought in an offensive coordinator to change how their offense was doing stuff. And guess what? Did that offense look any different to you guys the first few weeks of the season? Nope. It looks like a Wisconsin. It looks like a Wisconsin team. Yeah, they're Braylon Allen. They ran for two yards
0: against Illinois. Yeah, and that's insane. Because as a team with Braylon Allen, they're so bad. I'm starting to question if Braylon Allen is a good running back, and I know he is. I know he is. I've seen him play, and they're so bad. That he can't even look good
1: right now. Do you imagine Braylon Allen playing for Brett Bielema right now? Even yeah. oh, And that's all I'm saying. Like, that's why he got fired. That's why Paul Chris got fired. Like, when you just ask these questions, you're like, Brett is doing this in Illinois. How the heck it, are we losing?
2: Yeah, because there wouldn't be any question if Illinois was the best team in the West, if, if they had him. And he'd be – he'd probably be – he might be sneakily a Heisman
0: candidate. Like he would, it would, it would a guaranteed two thousand yards.
2: Yeah, and, oh yeah, oh yeah.
0: Chase Chase Brown make it two thousand, and I'm a like I I always give Dante credit because he put me on Chase Brown because I was not watching Illinois last year. I'm a sicko, but I wasn't that big of a sicko. Dante spotted him first. Chase Brown is very good. He's I think it was NFL fourth game back. of the season. I was like, he's an NFL running back, but Braylon Allen is better in my opinion. Like I think he is, and so. It's, yeah, I think all- he might be a
2: better talent, but I think uh, Chase Brown could have a better career because he—you he, could tell he works. He works at it. Yeah, and yeah.
0: I think a part of it is he's like 25, so he's uh, oh, that's time. true. He's <laughs> had some time to develop into a into a a complete running back. Braylon yeah. Allen is literally 18.
1: Yeah, yeah. well, he might that's be 19 it. now.
0: No, 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 no. He's 18. Yeah. He played oh, the he. he played the full season last year as a 17 year old. Oh
2: yeah, then never mind. Yeah, he's 18.
0: <laughs> that's, <Yeah>. that's insane. <laughs> yeah. So, he graduated but, high school early and ran for a thousand yards at Wisconsin as a 17 year old. And
2: so even in so even that, like last year, they started off terrible and turned it around and still had a good season. So it's even then like, yeah, they had fallen off, but they were still able to like they didn't they it, it didn't crumble immediately.
0: Yeah. Uh and Chris, I want to let you go before I make my point, because I have a point exactly to why they did that and why I'm happy they did it, but it sounded like you were gonna say something.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say, like, if you're the AD and you're watching a coach who used to coach at your place, coach at a much more difficult place and have success in the way that you should be having success, what what's that, what that position does that put the athletic director in? Like, Wisconsin fans all saw Brett Pellum and they're like, oh, we have to win this game. It's a personal game. And to not only, and I know I've said this multiple times already, but to not only go into that game and lose, to lose that way, like... As an, art no, I mean, you never had a chance. It was kind yeah. of, good. yeah. As an athletic director, there's not much you can do. Like, does it get better? Like, is this no. guy going to coach? And this is this could have turned into Scott Frost 2.0, and you know, you just cut it off before it, like, it affects the rest of the whole program. Because, like, Wisconsin still, even as we talk about it, we're talking about it as this like a pretty prestigious program at the Division One level, and that's something you. You like Nebraska, that's a laughing stock because of the last decade. Like, you just yeah. have to get ahead of it.
0: Yeah. And, and so, uh, we've all said we were surprised that Wisconsin did this. But the more I think about it, I'm not surprised. And you want to know why I'm not surprised? Wisconsin is the only serious program in the West. Now, Minnesota may be working its way there because they had a huge staff change. It wasn't just hiring the coach; they have a new AD, that kind of stuff. Maybe Wisconsin is working its way there, but you got to see more because I think they have a new AD there. They also hired Lovey Smith, so you got to take some time before you say. But Wisconsin has always taken it the most serious. Like you said, they took it serious within reason, not necessarily with spending money. That AD is going to have to fix that, but they were always a serious program. And even Brett Bielema didn't think they were serious enough, and he left. And I think they tried to learn from those mistakes. I think it makes sense to me that Wisconsin did it because they don't – they value winning, I think, more than any of the other programs. And I'll give you that. Iowa values loyalty. Uh, Northwestern values the fact that Pat Fitzgerald played there and he's a Northwestern grad and he's one of their guys. Wisconsin wants to win. And Wisconsin, and I think for Wisconsin, it wasn't enough to win the West. I think Northwestern's happy winning the West every couple of years. Iowa wants to get into the playoffs. They want to win the Big Ten. Yeah.
2: yeah. It
0: may not happen, but you can't tell Iowa that they can't win a national championship. And here's the thing. I say this to Everybody. These teams do not want to see the Big Ten teams. They don't. Do you think if we had a twelve-team playoff, anyone in the SEC outside of maybe Bama wanted to see Jonathan Taylor? Like no. Wisconsin's going to win some games. I don't know that they're going to win. That. I, I
2: might give you Georgia, and that might be the only other so school. When Jonathan if you,
0: Taylor was there, Georgia wasn't who they yeah,
2: were. Now. True. So, like, yeah, you'd be right because I wouldn't. I Clemson doesn't want to see that type of that type but, of team. Uh,
0: Alabama and Clemson would have had the best chance because they had the defensive line. Right? Nah, nah,
2: nah, no. Nah. Clemson Clemson was soft. Clemson had a good team, but was soft. So if you punch them in the mouth like Ohio State did after they got cheated the next year,
0: they yeah, it, it they, they folded. They folded very fast. Uh, yeah, because you know Davo's a terrible human being. Um, so, but th- but that but you're making my point. You're even making it more than I am. That yeah. none of these. Te- I'm not saying Wisconsin's won a national championship, but none of these teams want to see them, especially in that five through twelve range. Florida, if they come up, don't want to see him. LSU doesn't want to see him. USC. Oklahoma, none of the Anyone not, from the even, Pac-12 wants to see them? No, not no, a chance. No, well, no, no, no. No one from the ACC or the Pac-12 wants no. to see a big teams team team. Even if Wisconsin loses the game, it's going to be like most of the games against Ohio State, where there's like, damn, I'm in pain. I'm tired. We literally had to fight – Like. Look at the recruiting rankings. Look at all this stuff. How'd we only beat them by three by by a touchdown and we had to get it late in the fourth quarter? And I think they've seen that and they say it's not enough. It's not enough to get to the West title and lose to Ohio State. And it's even worse that we can't get there. I think Iowa, I think Wisconsin looks at it and says, Wisconsin Iowa's not better than us. Northwest is no. not better than us. No. we Cannot be losing to them. And I think that is so it makes sense to me the more I thought about it, because I think they're the only program in the West that is not OK with mediocrity. And I think, Chris, you started the show up perfectly. They've been winning for 30 years. Yeah, the same way. The other ones haven't. Same, And yeah. so they I think it makes sense to me because of all the programs in the West. They're the ones that ha- that has never accepted has never accepted losing, and has never consistently lost. And when you view it from that lens, it makes even more sense that this happened because Iowa is seeing their future, and they're seeing we can get into this 12-team playoff, and we can get pretty deep. We They could get to a semifinal and lose uh-huh. to Ohio State or Georgia or Alabama. They could get there because they're going to play the G5 team, or they're going to play Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley is going to cry at halftime. Win or lose, if they have to play.
2: USC is, USC is not doesn't even look that dom, doesn't look dominant at all right now. So yeah, I mean, and then oh, teams like OU stink and stuff like. And I have to, I have to, uh, to apologize because I'm pretty sure I said this last night when we recorded our episode for today. I said we're not going to see another firing. In the middle of the season in of in the Big Ten, and completely was told to <laughs> hold my beer the next day.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally. yeah that's funny. It I, was the same day. It was a couple hours later. Yeah. you're
2: right. You're completely right. We finished recording. They fired him that same. Wow. And I. So my thing is, is that do you think that both of y'all? Do you think this team, this happening, is going to force maybe Northwestern and Iowa? To seriously consider it no. now, Iowa probably not because they were going to yeah, have to get them like either. fifty million. But Northwestern, um, uh, uh, even teams like like I said, Rutgers, yeah,
1: to look think, at it. Mm-hmm. I think so. With Northwestern they have been terrible, and they just got like a bajillion dollars to build a new stadium. So it's like mm-hmm. they're just rich, so they could just be comfortable and like, hey, we have a football team. And I I don't like that mindset, and I know a lot of people are like. I saw you getting into an argument on Twitter with a guy about I Pat got Finchero. called a bully. I got and called a bully for it. I I really just think like, oh yeah, 2018. That's a long time ago in college football years. Like that, that that it's a long time a, ago
0: in regular years. Yeah, and, here, and 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 the thing that I said to Dante on the last show, everyone is saying. That 2020 was an aberration for a lot of teams. So if that's the case, it was an aberration for Northwestern because if you look at 2019, 2021, 2022, they're all bad seasons. Yeah, it was hey. a long time away. That's three bad seasons, and then and then the COVID year. That's four bad seasons to me.
1: Yeah, you culture and availability one in the COVID year, and that's really it.
0: And I and I like. And for me, and NFL draft picks, which they haven't had since that year.
2: Yeah, They don't even have an offensive lineman coming out anymore. They they usually have, like, one or – but, like, you'll see it in, like, the first or second
0: round for Northwestern. They're left out. Okay. All right. I must have missed it. but But he's the last one. Like, there's not – like, typically what happens is they have a junior or senior, and then they have a freshman coming up, and that's what happened with the last one uh, with Rashawn Slater. They had him, and then in the background they had uh, Peter Skranowski, and now they have Peter Skranowski, who's about to be pro-eligible, and they have – No one else. But to your point, you're not entirely wrong because everyone's saying he's probably a guard in the league. He's a great college left tackle, but he's probably. But either way, it doesn't matter. They have one now, but there's nobody else. And
2: I'll tell you this: if they're saying that he's a guard in the NFL and he plays left tackle in college, he will be a guard in the NFL because left tackle. Yeah, left 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 tackle is very important in the NFL. Yeah,
0: Yeah. (laughs) uh, for sure. So, I want to ask uh, one more question before we go to a break. Uh, be, and then I want to switch the conversation to uh, Jim Leonard uh, and to some other things. First of all, to answer your question, though Dante, should these other teams look at this and make some changes? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, they yes. will? Yeah. Absolutely not. Not. Cause
2: absolutely not. Because yeah. um, I, think, I think Wisconsin looked at Nebraska firing Scott Frost and went.
1: They're going to be competing for the same like job candidates for the most part, yeah. so it's like, and
0: and that's what I wanted to ask before we get into Jim Leonard and and some of the other potential changes we may see and and things like that. So right now, we have Wisconsin, we have Nebraska, we have Arizona State, we have Colorado, and there's one more. Does anyone remember the fifth one?
1: Uh,
2: uh-uh. Georgia Tech.
1: Georgia Tech, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. And, uh, that was a good one. I forgot about them as a school entirely. So. Yeah. <laughs> Is this the best job opening right now? Yes. Uh, I don't know. I'd still probably go with Arizona State just because of the recruiting footprint. That's fair. So That's, if you're I'll if you're an adult, that. I'll take Arizona State. But if you really just want like support and a fan, like. The whole job, is probably Wisconsin. But from like, if I want to win a national title, I'd want to coach Arizona State. That's a conversation. I don't know if we have time to get into. I I feel like, yeah, I don't know if I can fully agree with
2: that one.
1: Urban Meyer went to Arizona State and got a recruit in California and Texas. He's the one thing about Arizona
0: State; they always have quarterbacks. And that's the first step. And then you can recruit, like you said, California and Texas. It's there. The thing with Arizona State is I don't know if it's administration. I don't know. Part of it's just bad. They just always suck. That's my issue. They just always suck. I don't know how they always suck. I'll give you – That culture would be tough.
2: I think with Arizona State, it's more appealing because of weather, location, and things like that. And like you said, the recruitment. I think the better job, though – is Wisconsin yeah.
1: from like a pride and, standpoint? I think it'd be absolutely Wisconsin. Like, yeah, that's, that's a real
0: job. A better job than Auburn?
1: Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they won't fire you unless you don't. Because do again, still, for eight years. like you like, said, it's like not eight years.
0: And just
2: like how Chris said, yes, while there's been a decline, they still are a more winning
1: school. Auburn has had that Cam Newton year. And then, Gus Malzahn had one year where it was like, "Oh, these guys might be able to do it." And then that's it. Yeah. That's been it. So, so that's and case. you don't have to play Bama every year. So
2: yeah, yeah, true. Like uh, I think I think they're they're okay now. Like they're a good team now. But again, they, they beat Florida, who I think has been stinking for years. Uh, and then LSU, I think they play LSU if I'm not mistaken. And we we all I, me and you agreed that LSU was going to stink this year. Yeah. And and they do so.
0: Um, so, speaking of LSU, though they're in the SEC, so LSU is top twenty-five, which means this weekend I get to see number eight versus number 25. LSU is what twenty-five because they're four and one technically. Um, technically, they're gonna get they're gonna get uh, dog walked by Tennessee, and yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm see it in person. Actually, and that's just, crazy. I just hope it's a stupid type of
1: game, Brian Kelly wins, though.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to be sorry. So so then, uh, right before before we go, if that's the case, because we don't know exactly what's going to open, is there a chance that Wisconsin is the best job on the market, like, at the end of the year? Because you said it's better than Auburn, that's going to open up. But, like, Ohio State, Texas, USC, all of those jobs aren't going to open. There's a chance that Wisconsin is the best job
1: on the market at the end of the year. Yeah, it's definitely – I I'd, I'd take Wisconsin over Nebraska for sure. I'd take it over Colorado. I'd take it over sure. Georgia Tech. Uh, there's less rebuilding you have to do. You already have a pretty secure infrastructure and like this is the first time they've fired a coach since 1989. So like that's job yeah. security. And a coach that's number one to me. Like yeah, recruiting's nice. Uh, but I mean Arizona State's given each of their coaches 5 years. So I think that's the two things you need to consider. The length of time they've hired people, and I think Wisconsin is definitely yeah, up there on that. I think they I think Wisconsin's was, more ready to to win or at least
2: absolutely. look yeah, to at it, become yeah, to compete for something more than any other school right now.
0: Yeah, if I was taking the job, I would pick Arizona State.
2: But you Arizona, don't want to be in the cold Wisconsin yeah, winners. That's what that that's that is. part of it too. I I'm I'm to, don't
0: I don't want to be in the winter. Um, I don't want to deal with changing their culture, and that's going to go into into after the break because I think they need to change a little bit, and that's why I'm worried about who they're probably going to hire. And I don't want to deal with being in the Big Ten. The money's nice and all that kind of stuff, but if I can make four million instead of nine, I'm still the richest person in my family, and I have (laughs) security, and I can go on a vacation, and I can like, you know, like I don't have to play Ohio like. I think, and this is going to make me sound like I'm not competitive because I would still be trying to get them to a national championship. I just think it would be—you
1: uh, don't I want to play Ohio State to have to get there. You want to play them when yeah. you're there. Yeah, and I think. Okay, uh, I, I think, can think do the.
0: That balance at at arizona would be a lot arizona state would be a lot better too and it's it's going like the things that you wisconsin's easier to win but i do think there's a case that like you made that arizona state has the higher ceiling because you can turn that into a quarterback factory yeah yeah and to get there immediately you can turn it into a transfer factory because all you have to say uh arizona warm weather beautiful women Beach, like, not the beach, like, California. You're still close way. enough, but... Uh, Phoenix, Scottsdale, and you're 21 and haven't made it to the NFL yet. You want to spend your last two seasons in Nebraska yeah. or you want to spend it in Arizona?
1: Yeah, So yeah, you're coming man. from the Big Ten. Do you want to go back and stay in the cold in Lincoln? No, you want to go live in some sun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, if you're
2: transferring out of the Big Ten, you're going to leave the cold. Like, that's the only I mean, thing that makes sense.
0: Yeah, so... Um, we'll take a quick break and then we'll come back. We'll talk Jim Leonard. We'll talk about, um, I don't want to get into other like candidates except Lance Leopold. I think we have to mention him. Otherwise we wouldn't be doing it justice. Uh, and then we can wrap up. What's good everybody? Welcome back to the special edition of the I-70 football show. I'm here with Dante. I'm here with Chris. We're talking coach firings. Um, some people are saying I'm a savant. I'm telling them not yet. Uh, we'll wait until Iowa coach gets fired. Who are
2: say- um, who, who's saying this? Who are these people? The are- Jay Callit. Like who are these <laughs> people? Who are they? Like Is <laughs> your fiance
0: back there, Castillo? <laughs> <laughs> who are these people? <laughs> Chris, you don't know my fiancé. She'd never call me a savant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she is single-handedly my biggest hater. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, oh, by far. By far. Like, at this so, point, I, if you, with what we do, we need it. Yeah, at this point, if your girl's not your biggest hater, does she even love you? I don't know. <laughs>
2: That's really a crazy question, because it's like, does she? <laughs>
0: i so, say all right you've complimented me one too many times this week what's going on what's going on <laughs> who are you cheating on me lately like, <laughs> i know I, I, I got a haircut but <laughs> it's like it's been three days now You're still yeah, let like... it go let it go right. um okay so i want to um i want to get into jim uh uh jim leonard uh, his the spelling of his name just throws me off so for people who don't know Jim Leonard is a Wisconsin grad. He's a three-time All-American. Um, He was a walk-on, uh, which speaks to what Wisconsin. I mean, because J.J. Watt was a walk-on. I think that's something we got to talk about. Like, Wisconsin. I you know, Wisconsin, did not Wisconsin, know that. Yeah, they always get these Wisconsin kids. They develop them. They turn into studs. He goes to the league undrafted, has a 10-year career, comes back and immediately gets the DB's job. And then he's been the defensive coordinator for four or five. I think this is his fifth season. Um, Under them, he's had Big Ten linebackers of the year. He's had top five defenses, a lot of success. Um, He's 39 years old. He was just offered the Green Bay Packers job, and he turned it down. And so a lot of people who know more than me about coaches, because I don't follow coaches like that, are saying that one of the things that inspired this is they're scared that he's going to leave. They think that he is um, a star in the the making and – as Chris has already alluded to, they're going to give him a seven-game sample to see if he can actually win the job. I have my opinion. I'll let you all share yours first, but what are your thoughts about Jim Leonard as a as the interim coach, and what are the thoughts about Jim Leonard leading Wisconsin into the future? Because unlike what they're doing at Nebraska with Mickey Joseph, I think they're begging. They're praying that Jim Leonard works out because that's who yeah. they want. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I could jump on this. Um, I, I I like Jim Leonard. I I think as a, like a guy like he was a walk on. He was an undrafted free agent. Like everything you'd want in like that. I don't know. He fits Wisconsin. Like he's a Wisconsin guy. That's just what it is. That blue collar um, type thing. Yeah, and yeah. that's what Wisconsin wants to be. If you look at any whether it's Pete Thamel, whether it's Bruce Feldman, whether it's any of those national writers being like oh, here's your candidate list for this job. Jim Leonard's on every single one. Uh, I, I, I I, get it. Like, I know defensive coaches are kind of making a little bit of a comeback. Uh, but I, I'm not confident that, you know, sticking to what's, like, because you're firing a your guy because he's a Wisconsin guy and he hasn't changed anything or adapted in eight years. So you're just going to give another opportunity to a Wisconsin guy? Like, it seems counterproductive mm-hmm. in a way because, but I guess, you know, a new voice, a younger voice, maybe it changes recruiting. I don't know. It's, it's really like they're giving him this opportunity because like you said, he's got a hundred job offers and he hasn't taken one yet. So it's like, Oh, you're either going to be our head coach. Or you're going to be a head coach somewhere else. So here's, here's your shot.
0: Yeah. I, and I, from, I understand that in theory, and I understand it more if it would have been an Oklahoma situation where uh, Paul Chris steps away and gives him the job. But when you're firing a coach for, um, you know, not performing, essentially, yeah, then, mean, like you said, I'm not sure giving it to his assistant is Jim best, just as yeah. much part of the problem.
1: Yeah, yeah. like I
0: not recruiting anyone on defense i mean they're still gonna have a good defense but they don't have the defense they had before like anyone that doesn't follow the big 10 like we do can they name anyone on wisconsin's defense you could years before but like do people know nick herbog do people know keanu benton i don't think they do and i think that says some things about them um and so, I, I, that is my biggest concern, because the one thing I'll give Mickey Joseph credit for, he fired coaches, he moved some people up into different positions, he's actually made some changes. And I don't know if there's another quarterback on the roster, but if there is, is Jim Leonard going to sit Graham merch? Is he going to fire the offensive coordinator who's not good? Is he going to is he going to stop with some of the coaching shuffles? Like I'm pretty sure Wisconsin. They lost their – I'm pretty sure it was Wisconsin, but it also sounds like an Iowa thing because they probably both did it. I'm pretty sure Wisconsin lost their offensive line coach and they moved one of the defensive assistants to the offensive line coach.
2: I think that was Iowa. I'm, if I'm not it, mistaken, I think was that Wisconsin. was Iowa. But you might be right, but it sounds – it definitely sounds like an Iowa yeah. thing to do. Yeah. Uh, but Either way, it
1: was, that would be part yeah. of why I'd fire a coach. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Man. So, I just think that um, even even if it was Iowa, it's believable that it was Wisconsin. Yeah,
2: that's part of the problem. I'm
0: not saying that he's not going to be a good coach, but, like, is he going to do – first of all – the thing you worry about with all young coaches, as Ohio State's fans, it's time for Ryan Day to give up the sticks. Is he going to call the defense or is he going to hire a defensive coordinator? And can they still have success if he's not calling it? Is he going to be able to hire an offensive coordinator from outside the system and give them control to actually make changes? I don't I'm not saying he can't, but those would be the things that I worry about. And I feel like I feel like this turns into a Pat Fitzgerald situation. Yeah. Maybe he I, has a little bit. Yeah, of... I can see that. I can see
2: that. Yeah.
0: And then you have to fire the sacred son of Wisconsin. Like Paul Chris was a Wisconsin guy, but he's not Jim Leonard. <laughs> like, he hit the
1: ball off to Ron Day, and I'm pretty sure that was what he did. Yeah, and if, sure. and
0: if it's not, if it's not freaking, and if it's not Pat, Pat Fitzgerald is really the high end because what if it's Scott Frost? And yeah. you know how hard it was to, sky, to fire Scott Frost because the fans loved him. Yeah. He was a national championship winning quarterback. He said all the right things, and the fans loved him, and they didn't want to fire their sacred son who came home. And that adds a lot of layers to this that I don't know if it's worth it. I don't know if it's worth it. I, I don't know if it's worth it.
2: I I think they're going to – while you say all that, and you're completely correct, I think they're going to – I think this job is going to go to him. And I think – and honestly, I think he wants it. Because if he is getting all these job opportunities – again, he had an NFL job opportunity and decided to take a coordinator job in college. I think he wants the Wisconsin job. The NFL.
0: Coaching job is much better. You actually get a vacation. The work life yeah. balance in the NFL, it, the job security yeah, I mean. is trash, but the work life balance is so much better.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think, and, and, and for him to turn that down to become a defensive coordinator for Wisconsin, it's again not a bad job, really good job. I think he wants to be in Wisconsin. So I think that that might play a part in it. It's like even you might be right, it could become a, a Fitzgerald or a Scott Frost thing. But it could become – it could be good because he wants to be there. And, it, it, you know, when you want to be there, you want to succeed. So he might even do the things he needs to to succeed. He might get an offensive coordinator. I hope he does because that would be the smart thing to do and get one who can – get somebody that can look at quarterback talent because that's been a problem, like you said, for Wisconsin is that they haven't had great quarterback talent. With, with that offense, a good quarterback – they're taking over the West again.
1: Yeah, whatever. Well, they did the series, too, but yeah. When mm. 22 for 23. Everyone thought Wisconsin was going to be a national championship contender for the rest of the time. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then that fell apart. So, like, that's – it's – I, like – so, I, I, I hear, like, this Jim Leonard, like, he's had a bunch of job offers, but, like – first time head coaches, like we're seeing a lot of success from guys who were FCS coaches. I I read an article about that today. I've seen a bunch of tweets, Chris Klein and Lance Um mm-hmm. uh, I'm missing one, but there's a group of guys who, Oh, uh, Washington, Kalen DeBoer, an AIA guy, um, three guys who are winning football games at programs who are really down in the dumps. So like we saw like Scott Frost won at UCF with a bunch of other guys as players, like, we've seen a bunch of different pathways and I'm just not sure like Ryan day was the offense coordinator, Ohio state. He got the job. Like this happens, but it usually doesn't work out. Like they plan it to. And that's kind of why I'm like, you, I feel like they need to open this search up. That's where I'm at. Like they need to open it up.
2: I'm not bad at at that at all.
0: I don't know if he leaves because no one knows his, you know, aspirations, but if, what if they hire him and Nebraska gets Lance Leopold? And you're telling me Lance, who's from Wisconsin, who is a Wisconsin GA and made his name at Wisconsin Whitewater, wouldn't take the Wisconsin job?
1: I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I would prefer if Lance I, – I prefer if he didn't go there and say to at Kansas. But, yeah. uh, I mean, for our peace of mind. but Right. <laughs> but – like he is the ideal fit. And I think there's other coaches across the country who might warn a look. And I, I just think, you know, this feels like settling to me if they just, and, and if he doesn't have Man. the success that like, if he goes seven and zero and they're playing lights out, like, I'm like, all right, you know what, make the choice. But like, if it's not looking significantly better, they're scraping by and winning a few games. Like that feels like settling. And I don't think that's really what the goal should be if you're, Going to fire your first coach in what thirty three years?
0: Yeah, I, I, I think,
1: go ahead, Jordan. My bad. I, th- I
0: think the thing that I say all the time: you're the Big Ten. I'm calling Kalen DeBoer. I'm calling every assistant at Utah because if you want to keep that Smath Mouse style, they could probably do it. I'm calling every assistant at Georgia. I'm calling sitting head coaches because they're even if they don't leave, they're going to take the call. I'm. Call- I don't know if he's ready for this kind of job. But they lost to Washington State, and they, that guy is the first guy to ever play defense at Washington State. I'm calling him. Um, you have to call these guys. Jake like, actually kinda,
1: from that northern part of the United States too, Washington yeah. State's coach, and Minnesota. So it's just
0: like, I'm sure you want to keep that that kind of system, and, and so maybe that narrows your pool a little bit, right? You're not calling Jamie Chadwell. You're not calling, you know, like – I don't know I, if I was them. I would consider getting, um, if you keep Jim, I would consider getting uh, your favorite coach's little brother, um, uh, Graham Riley from TCU. Like, um, you need to do something. I just don't think they're going to do it. And because I don't think he's going to do it, they need to hire a coach that's going to come in and say, I respect Wisconsin. I respect the offense. I love cheese curds. I don't think (laughs) it's weird, but we're making some changes and we're modernizing because you will forgive me when we go to the playoffs three times in four years. And we're hosting home playoff games.
1: Yeah. I mean the sales pitch is clear to coaches. Like we give you a leash, we give you the support now. We're gonna have millions of dollars coming in of T V revenue. Like Go out and win football games. That's what they're asking. So I'm not anti Jim Leonard by any means. I think he's a young coach. A lot of people see him as up and covered, but I just think this is a huge opportunity for a school with not a lot of competition, you know, like, like Colorado. I mean, whatever, you know, you've got two other jobs you're competing with and a lot of people probably see Wisconsin as the better job. It, so yeah. it's, it's time started. to take your shot. That's
2: what you I was said. And I think Wisconsin. Good.
1: I was just saying, I, Wisconsin
2: should have the confidence to date around, not just give it to uh to Leonard. But, but I, I think they, like I said, I think they want him. But they they should consider it because this is, I think, like I said, this probably is the best job on the
1: market
0: right now
2: out of all the head it to coach
1: Top three job.
2: Yeah, it's it's got to be the best one.
1: And at the yeah. worst, it, it's a top twenty-five job
0: in the country. Oh yeah. Big. Those don't and open no matter up. what, job, no matter what job opens up this year, it's going to be a top three job that opens. Like it's going to be a top three job this entire year. And you're telling me they can't, even if they can't get Lance Leopold, you're telling me they can't pull Chris Kleiman from Kansas. City? They can,
2: they can pull somebody. They, they, because it's, it's still Wisconsin. It, so
0: this is a job where you can take a sitting head coach. There's 130 teams. You can probably take a sitting head coach from a hundred of them. And and half of the thirty are old coaches you don't want, and the other fifteen are it's Ryan Day, Dabo Sweeney, Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher, and those guys. You can and not I'm
1: not saying that there's a hundred good coaches, but a hundred of them are taking the call. Yeah, and if it doesn't work out, uh, Brian Kelly's going to be up on the market in two or three years. <laughs> so just, uh, go back to doing exactly what you're doing before, just with a different guy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I
0: just, yeah, I, I think that um, it's crazy, but it needed to happen. This is a very serious football move by a program that has aspirations. If I told you right now uh, the first five years of the, of a 12 team playoff, Wisconsin makes it three times. Would you be surprised? Like, no, that is, that is what they could be. Like that is literally what they could be. Should have been. It's it's what they should have been. Some of the biggest, uh some of the biggest beneficiaries of a twelve team playoff and no divisions is Wisconsin and Penn State. Because they both would have been and I wish I would have looked this up before, but they both would have been in 12 team playoffs multiple times. I think Penn State more than Wisconsin, but still they would have been in a 12 team playoff multiple times. And that is genuinely <laughs> a ceiling. They're a team. That can go into a twelve-team playoff and legitimately beat six of the twelve teams in the playoff, and if the bracket falls right, they could be in a semifinal and get blown out by Georgia, and hang a hang a banner on the wall that says we made it to the semifinals of, of the college football playoffs.
1: Semifinalist twenty twenty-five. <laughs> so,
0: um, yeah, I I think so. Uh, I just wanna, I I it wouldn't be me. If I didn't say Iowa, you're on notice. You're on North the clock. Western, you're on notice. Northwestern, you're definitely
2: on notice.
1: I should have been on notice. Honestly, should have been on notice.
0: Yeah, I, I can
1: I don't know. I don't but know. Now they just keep throwing money at them, so I don't get it.
0: Yeah, I, you know,
1: the new mistake by the lake. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Woo! That's um, crazy. Yeah, print that, Evanston Times. I'm
0: gonna. <laughs> I know we're all going to be paying attention to how uh, to how they they go from now on. Neither one of none, none of the three of us are super confident in Jim Leonard. So I do want to ask this as we start to wrap up. What do you need to see to be confident? And I'll start. I don't think there's anything he can do this year that would make me confident in them because I need to see his recruiting class. Like, I need to see him recruit, and I need to see him get a transfer, a quarterback in a transfer portal, and that wouldn't happen until he already has the job. So, for me, there's nothing that he could do from in this seven-game sample that gives me confidence that he's the coach, because I think I could, like, the three of us, head coach, offensive, defensive coordinator, no matter which order, could win three of the last seven, three or four of the last seven games. They play Northwestern. We could give up this podcast right now, Drive road trip, and whoever is not driving is getting belligerent drunk, show up on Saturday, and out coach Northwestern.
1: All right. I feel like I could do that. A
0: power sweep right to Braylon Allen. We're going to score one. Man. <laughs> so... Um, so, but that's me. Maybe I'm being harsh. Is there anything that he can do that may give you confidence that you say, okay, it may, it may be
1: settling a little bit, but I think he can do it. I've got a boring answer here, but Wisconsin, they're a disciplined tough program historically. They haven't been this year. If Jim Leonard comes out and they play with a distinct identity, they play tough football, they don't have a lot of penalties, which I feel like they've had a lot of penalties. Irregular amount of penalties for Wisconsin this year, like that felt like a huge plague of their Washington State game. Yeah, uh, they that could give me a little confidence. Yards. Six yards. Yeah, yeah, that could give me a little confidence. Just an uh, organized, physical football team, and I, it's so like, boring. You, but that's even if the you easy.
2: lose, like even if you lose, if you are organized and disciplined, you can see that. Like, all right, so there's the uh, at least listen to him. So yeah. there's something, there's something to
0: work there. I think I lied, and the only thing he could do is win the Big Ten West because there – I don't know if you all have seen it. There are six teams tied at 1-1 and in the West. It is wide open, and he has to play all six of them. He's already lost to Illinois, but if you win all the other ones, you have a chance as long as Illinois loses a couple of games. If he does that, or even because Illinois, I think – if if he be if he gets to the point where like he's one game away like if Illinois loses the last game of the year they can get in and they can win the West I think that would do it for me because they're all one and one because they all equally suck like we're yeah. we're high on Illinois and Minnesota but they're all the same program and on any given Sunday we just yeah. saw Purdue meet Minnesota, beat Minnesota any given Saturday actually my fault. But yeah, so I think that's the only thing. Dante, is there anything he could do that that I would give you confidence? He's a, he's the man for the job.
2: Uh, like Chris said, if they if they come out disciplined and uh don't have many penalties and even like turnovers, I think that'd be confident enough because they'll let me know that uh the team itself believes in him and not yeah. and not just the fans and things like that. So if they could come out and look disciplined, even put up some points. Yeah, like, Which like a
1: defensive coach, but I agree.
2: Like, yeah, if he can find a way to put up some point add points as a defensive coach, that it would be enough confidence for Wisconsin at least to give him the job cuz again, I I they want to give him the job. They want him to have the job. They yeah.
0: They absolutely they absolutely want him to have the job. Um yeah, I I think the I don't I don't think he's going to do it. But I would love to see I don't think he would say though. I would I would love to see him with Nebraska. This fire a coach, you know. There's a coach in there that's not good. Yeah. Fire him. He's not good. Get rid of the offensive coordinator. Make some actual changes. And the in the middle of the season,
2: can you can you find a new offensive coordinator and stuff Nebraska, like that? Now
0: Nebraska did it. Uh just promote. I mean, promote from within. But you, I mean, you can't buy one. From, you can't get one from outside. But if he's not good, fire him. I mean, that's if fair. But I was I was gonna, I was gonna yeah. say because I mean
2: yeah. even. No, that still hasn't done anything that hasn't done anything from nebraska so far it
1: hasn't like, but it's this guy guy is right. paul chris's guy i could be poisoned for the rest of it being like hey fired my guy like i'm yeah. going down with the ship like yeah um but i
0: think uh the thing dante that you said is the team having faith in him i'm mm-hmm. sure they like him but braylon allen tweeted that anybody who wanted paul chris gone is not a badger um a couple other oh people no a couple people, one of them tweeted a picture. That's true. One of the one of them tweeted a picture of him with Paul Chris and made it the um, and made it his profile picture. I I mean the players are not happy, and most of them aren't happy. But you know, when you're bad, you're bad, and people are secretly like, "Okay, it was about time." I genuinely don't <laughs> think the players of them gone, so he's gonna have to get through that too. Like Graham probably did. grandmarch is secretly celebrating grandmarch is
2: that uh that 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 Drake video when uh uh, what's the name got hurt
0: oh oh no oh last thing i'm sorry didn't didn't isn't uh didn't isn't paul chris the quarterbacks coach or is that a different
1: team didn't he make himself the quarterbacks coach this year uh, I don't see it on his Wikipedia page, but I wouldn't put it past him. So, that's the I case, Ooh. I'm pretty. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he made himself the quarterbacks
0: coach this year because it wasn't Nebraska because they had a quarterbacks coach, and it wasn't Iowa because Kirk Ferentz doesn't do anything. They don't. I was about to say they don't
2: have a quarterbacks coach in Iowa. Yeah, I'm right. I'm,
0: I, I'm, I'm almost positive it was Wisconsin because they because. Graham Mertz was his guy and they were struggling. And so he made himself the quarterback's coach so he could fix Graham Mertz. And, and, it, hasn't
2: and happened. Yeah, it, it still worked. doesn't happen. Yeah.
0: So, all right. Uh, we said an hour. It's a couple minutes over, but we're doing much better than we do on any of the podcasts that we're on individually. So we're going to wrap it That's up. That's with three people. You got, actually uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, no, we did pretty well.
0: <laughs> uh, do you all have any uh final thoughts on any of this?
1: Yeah, no, I feel like I I emptied the clip a little bit on this show, and I felt good to get out. Yeah, yeah Northwestern
2: follow suit. It's <laughs> your <laughs> turn now,
1: Northwestern, because I, I was care. not going
2: to give that man forty eight million. So it's yeah. your turn.
1: Yeah, I don't care if you won a nineteen ninety six Rose Bowl for you. That was, <laughs> I was, that's where so, I was bored. Like, come on.
0: Look, it's time. It's time. It's beyond time. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that, that's the thing I'm looking for the most. And this is go get be,
2: Wisconsin's coach. <laughs> this is
0: this is going to be the worst year. Yeah, this is going to be the worst year for Northwestern because the last couple of years they won three games. They're not winning three. <laughs>
2: they they might stick. They might only have one win for the season, and they should have. You know, and, and there's a good chance they should have had that. had that.
0: Yeah, I'm telling you, they only got that game. They only won that game because Scott Frost said, hmm, try hard and lose seven and a half million. Suck and get seven and a half million. And I, I I've never heard anyone talk about Scott Frost's family, so I don't know if he has one. If he has one, take the significant other and kids on vacation. And if he doesn't, Go on a solo vacation with seven and a half million dollars in your pocket, and come home with a wife.
2: He, like, I was about to say he's he's gonna be like Urban Meyer when he when he came
1: to Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> I right, he got it for me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he's gonna be like he's gonna be like. uh What is his name? What is the what is the LSU coach's name? The oh, that's yeah, no, the, the most recent one, the guy that talks like he has Edward. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. He's going to be like Ed O. Every time you see Ed O, he's with a girl 20 years younger than him.
2: And, <laughs> so and it's like a different Scott girl every single time.
0: Scott Frost, he said, hmm. And I'll live his best life. I get an extra seven and a half, and just travel the country. And then, and then Fox is going to give me a job when Urban Meyer goes to Arizona State. All right. <laughs> so true. that that's how Northwestern got their own work if,
2: if, if Arizona State give gives them gives him a job, man, they, they're unserious too. They sold their soul.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean. They're the Sun Devils. <laughs> oh, living up man. to the name. You know, to <laughs> you know, living up to the name. All right, guys. I appreciate y'all for hopping on this with me. I had to talk about it, and I knew y'all would be the best people to talk about it with. Um, Do y'all want to pub anything? I know Chris. You probably have some articles coming out. I oh, no. Twitch. I'm just going. I, to I, I got
2: my Twitch, but like I haven't streamed in like a week. So should oh, I? Right. <laughs> right.
1: Preview whatever Michigan State's trying to do. That's about that it. You guys going to a buck off on Friday, so <laughs> see you, you know another fun week. <laughs> <laughs> you all
0: keep Chris' your thoughts. He has to try to write a serious article about Michigan State. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Down bad. All right, you all can follow me at joinw three uh, three zero. You can follow me and Chris's show at Buck Off Pod. Chris, where can
1: they follow you? Uh, at Chris Ready, CFP. You know, it's just I Always college football. Yeah, Dante.
2: Uh, you can follow me at Dante ten two one six. I'm a, I'm remembering it now, so like we're we're all good. It's only
0: been <laughs> over, it's only been over a year.
1: Hey, <laughs> right.
2: we will... I, I forget my phone number sometimes, and I've had that for like twelve years.
0: So. Oh my gosh! <laughs> all right, me and Chris will catch you on Friday, and you'll catch me and Dante next week.